This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to The uh, Rob Carson Show. It's already Thursday. Yay. A good share of the uh, Epstein report came out yesterday with 170 people listed, and I was uh, online last night saying, you know, we can't just be, you know, jury, judge, and executioner here. We've got to get all the facts out, you know, and there's a lot of uh, debate. Because a lot of times, you know, uh, he's uh, famous, and, uh, you know, a lot of times when you're, when you're, when you're really super-duper rich, it opens the doors to uh, a lot of things, and, uh, and a lot of people just suddenly want to be your friend, which explains why I don't have any friends. <laughs> it's just crazy that way. I do have some friends, but no. But, uh, but uh, when, you, when you're that rich, and you, and you kiss enough booty, and you, you probably uh, give money to campaigns and whatnot, you become all sorts of popular. I mean, he was hanging out with Leo DiCaprio. He was hanging out with uh, Naomi Campbell. Uh, I wasn't really prepared to hear uh, Stephen Hawking and the words uh, Stephen Hawking and underage orgy in the same uh, in the same sentence. I was <clears throat> a little disturbed by that because I'm a big Stephen Hawking fan, and but that's been dispelled. He uh, he apparently did not. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Stephen Hawking. It's like. Uh, you know, uh, uh, and then uh, the only thing I guess that really didn't surprise me is that Bill Clinton was on the list. I mean, he does kind of have a penchant for those younger women, you know. I mean, uh, he was the president of the United States when he decided to go after an intern. That's the thing about guys, ladies. I'm just going to tell you right now. If you're hot, if you're hot as a, as a woman, you can get any guy. And if you're uh, rich... Uh, and famous as a dude, you can get any woman. Not any woman, but, you know, that's kind of the way it is, right? Isn't that kind of the the thing? Because a guy, like when I was young and, uh, you know, in dating and stuff in my 20s, I didn't care if you worked at the McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> I don't care. You know, you're nice, you're interesting, you're attractive, whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, when you're rich and famous and you're older, you can, you can, you, you know... Look at uh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos was a super nerd. I mean, super, super nerd. And, uh, you know, billionaire. And now he's got the hottest surgery-enhanced 53-year-old girl you could ever imagine in a $500 million boat. And tell me that people don't want to hang out with that. But uh, it wasn't really a big surprise that, uh, what, Prince Andrew, uh, everybody kind of knew that Prince Andrew was a twisted bleep, and, uh, and everybody knew that, uh, you know, if Bill Clinton showed up on the list, I, I don't think it was, uh, you know, uh, about charity or anything. But, you know, I guess I'm not, I'm not willing to just to uh, be judge, jury, and executioner, but, you know, I, I think we all kind of know what's going on with old Bill Clinton. I flew down with Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. To his island of sin. Said he didn't go to the island. If I was a Republican, big trouble I'd be in. You would think. They were only 16. Yeah. Some were 15. Yeah, a little younger than that. Me and Jeff didn't care. We get a pass. 
Cause we're Democrats Whoever said that life was fair Shame that Epstein passed away He never had a chance Won't try to explain how Hillary She knew in advance They were only 16 Or 15 They said they were 19 17 Yeah, they told a tall tale Tail, he said tail They were too young for me and Epstein And I might wind up I might just wind up in jail But you know there is the thing about the uh, women on the island being underage and sex trafficked So there is is that Now they're they're saying that uh, Clinton never was on the island But he dined on the uh, Lolita Express And he went on a trip to Thailand, oddly enough And everybody kind of knows what Thailand is famous for, right? Food tourism, right? Isn't that a big food place? Or, you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. We will see. We will see. Uh, new poll out. Washington Times is uh, promoting. This is a University of Maryland poll. University of Maryland. 60, uh, 36% of voters surveyed said uh, Mr. Biden was not legitimately elected president. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. 62% said absolutely 100%. Well, and everything was cool. The FBI and the DHS were not involved in covering Hunter Biden's laptop, not involved in creating the Russia collusion hoax, and not involved in, uh, you know, getting that intel letter saying that Hunter Biden's laptop was, uh, was uh, you know, disinformation, and of course, a Russian disinformation, and not because, you know, the uh, FBI was working with big social media to take Donald Trump off of social media and attack everything and uh, get rid of all the truth that people were trying to tell about what was going on and the Bidens and the corruption and all that, but otherwise it was a perfectly fair election. So, uh, yeah, uh, University of Washington said that reveals that uh, 29% of voters said Mr. Biden's election was unlawful. 69% said he was rightfully elected. That was in 2021. Those numbers have have changed. Now, 36% say, I don't know, there was something going on there. Among Republicans, 31% say the election results were fair. That's a big surprise. Down from 49% two years ago. So there is that. So what did the uh, Biden administration do? What has Joe Biden decided to do? For his campaign, what has he uh, decided to do? Is it about the economy? Because Bidenomics and everything? No, 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 it's not about the economy. Is it about, uh, you know, uh, uh, respect around the world by our, our enemies and fear uh, of our... Is it the, 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 uh, is it the great border? Is it, uh, is it uh, what's happened in American cities? Everything is cool? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. The ad, this is the new ad for Joe Biden's campaign, is not about any of those things. Not about anything positive. Not about anything, the, uh, the vision of the future and everything. It's all about Trump voters being Nazis. There's yeah. an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. Um, I think, isn't Antifa and Black Lives Matter, that's a pretty extreme movement. And it caused $2 billion worth of damage and burned down our country in the summer of 2020. So I'd say those would be the ones you ought to watch for, but I'll just let him talk. All of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? History's watching. The world is watching. Oh, yeah, we are. Most important, our children and grandchildren will hold us responsible. The vice president and I have supported voting rights since day one of this administration. Voting rights. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. Okay, so this means they're going to go after Trump uh, supporters and they're going to claim that uh, we're trying to steal the election win. We all know they are. 
So that's their that's their thing. And then we find out that Joe Biden is going to do a big uh, uh, anniversary speech for January the sixth. He's going to do it tomorrow instead of on Saturday, which is January the sixth, and he's going to go to Valley Forge. And he's going to do what he did uh, back uh, last year when he went to Independence Hall and he did that fiery speech where he put Marines in the background and, and he painted, uh, it painted it communist red and he called us MAGA fascists and enemies of democracy. So that's what they're going to double down on, all right? And, uh, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a vibe and an undercurrent of uh, we're just done with this crap. <clears throat> and I'm talking about from ex-military, and, and I'm seeing things on uh, online, people signing petitions saying, uh, you know, that we support the country, da-da-da, as founded, etc. So, uh, uh, you know, our, our gander has been up, our, our dander has been up for a while, but it really is now, really is now. For those of you who don't remember Joe Biden last year in a speech that I've been talking about ever since, because it was extraordinary, uh, extraordinarily frightening and dictatorial, here's a little. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than the MAGA Republicans are destroying America. How, how, how are the MAGA Republicans trying to destroy America right now? We'd like our candidate on the ballot. And that's about it. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. How? How? I, how? What? How? We want everybody to be able to vote. We don't want both votes stolen. We want lower taxes. We want a secure southern border. We want a strong military. I'm not, I'm not seeing what you're trying to say here. They refuse to accept the will of the people. You and 81 million Americans ah. voted to save our democracy. <laughs> sure <you> democracy. <laughs> Donald Trump isn't just yeah. a former president. <laughs> he is a defeated former president. We just have to vote, vote, vote. And Even you dead people. Make sure no one ever has the opportunity to steal an election. I, uh, we've got a cemetery near the house, and I drive by there, and, and about half the time I'll roll down the window and say, Don't blame me. I voted for Trump. And again. I want to get a rise out of those people. Uh, oh, and this is this. Uh, I was thinking about this yesterday because this is what Joe Biden said last year about uh, Donald Trump being elected. And this is pretty frightening. This isn't a person who wants to beat somebody at the box office. This is a person who is the commander in chief of the United States of America promising that Joe, that Donald Trump was not going to become president. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by uh, if we uh, if he does run. Uh, making sure he, uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does yeah. not become the next president. Again. Okay, so, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, and he says, under legitimate effort, under the Constitution, whatever the hell that means. What does that mean? He means he's going to use the legal system to go after Donald Trump. Duh. That's what he was saying. He wasn't saying uh, our message is better. He wasn't saying that we're going to win because our ideas are awesome. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't talking about making America a greater place to live, a more free place to live. He was only talking about preventing Donald Trump from becoming the president using the legal system. And what's happening right now, kids? What is happening now? Well, there are four lawsuits against Donald Trump four indictments against Donald Trump that the DOJ sat on and then decided to uh, make in two cases uh, and try during an election year. That's all you need to know. He told you what he's going to do. So there really is no doubt, by the way, that, uh, that Donald Trump is, uh, the way they're going to go after Donald Trump and the way they are going after is just uh, by hook or by crook, I should say. It's by crook because they can't win on ideas. They just have to attack us. And, and the bad thing about that is that the MAGA movement used to be smaller, but they've made it bigger. <clears throat> so
so the group of people that they are calling, you know, fascists and enemies of democracy and all that, is now uh, a majority. And uh, that's going to be real hard to tamp down. I'm just going to tell you, if, if that is your thing, is, is it's just to go after the candidate and the people who support him, it's not going to do well, very well for your candidacy. Because everybody looks at that and goes, you know, I think you're full of crap. I mean, I'm looking at Donald Trump seven years of been going after all the negative press and all that. And, and when he was the president, he did a lot of great things. Lowest black unemployment in history, more women in the workforce in history. People were making more money, Southern border secure. Uh, we had the Abraham Accords. We had peace in the Middle East. We were still in Afghanistan. Nobody had died. I can go on and on and on and on. But they've decided they're going to go after the guy who was president when the country was much better off. There you go. Good luck with that. Good luck with everything. I, I found this montage. Uh, this is the media, the sycophantic media. Uh, and, and for three years, Joe Biden has been wrecking the country. He's a terrible president. Everybody gets it. That's why he has lower improvement ratings than Jimmy Carter. I know Jimmy Carter is sitting there going, oh, my God, I can't believe I live, live to see this. It's crazy. It's crazy. But all the things that the media and Joe Biden have been wrong about. I don't need the mainstream media to be great. I need them to not be abjectly hard. The media doesn't get the story right. Protests were mostly peaceful. It is not generally speaking unruly. The media exists in its own bubble. Donald Trump's a smart one in there. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all elitists for them. Your math and your reading. <laughs> yeah, you're reading. Go through some of the giant hoaxes that they have pushed. They're making fun of you. The worst attack on American democracy since the Civil War. Is Trump-Russia collusion. The president's no collusion, no obstruction mantra. We know it's false. On conspiring with Russia, President Trump was cleared of that. Brett Kavanaugh, that he was a serial rapist. An orchestrated political hit. Losing control suggests something incriminating. Well, we had the Covington kids. It does look like that young man to me is taunting the Native American Vietnam vet. Or the Jesse Smollett hoax. I find so personally offensive that a gay black man is targeted and then suddenly he becomes the victim of yeah. people's disbelief. Yeah. So this is all of the things that the media has been wrong on. All of the things that have taken all credibility away from the mainstream media, the letter networks, ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, PBR, NPR, all of those guys, and the Democrat Party and Joe Biden are just going to go after Donald Trump and his supporters who've been right on all of this stuff, and the media and the Democrat Party have been wrong on all of those. So uh, good luck, by the way, in uh, Valley Forge tomorrow. I, I would suggest if you live near <clears throat> Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, about 50,000 people show up uh, within shouting distance and, uh, and raise a ruckus. So, you know, they, you know, that's what they do to all of our speakers. They come out and they shout and they use bullhorns and all that. I think we should do the same thing, car horns and whatnot, in Valley Forge. Uh, it's, it's, not a good, uh, it's not a good strategy and it ain't going to work. Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. Joe Biden's uh, strategy is to demonize uh, more than half of the electorate and call them Nazis. Uh, good luck with that because you know what? We're about time of year. Tired of this crap, to be quite honest. I mean, uh, you know, good luck with it. Uh, if you're going to literally, uh, the Independence Hall was where this jackweed uh, spoke last year and he bastardized it with red light while he screamed at uh, patriotic Americans because it, here's the thing. He doesn't have the, the strength and the character to be respected when you say things like that, okay? Uh, you know, 
know, uh, uh, Hitler was able to do stuff like that to his people because uh, he was a he was a uh, very um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, uh, dramatic speaker. I'm not, I'm not defending Hitler, dear God in heaven, of course. But but Joe Biden is a weak old man, and he's trying to whip the uh, the nation into a furor. Furor. I use the word furor into a furor over uh, one half of the country. And he can't do it because a he's a liar, b he uh, has made the country suck, and and c he he doesn't have a plan. And uh, did I mention that he's a liar and you know? And he's also really old and his brain doesn't work. And everybody gets it. Everybody gets that right now we are at the end of uh, three years of lies and failure. And, and there are still people who think that Joe Biden's doing a good job. I doubt they really think he's doing a good job, but they're willing to still post, tell posters that he's doing a good job. Or maybe they live in, uh, you know, uh, around Washington, D.C., or they're high-income liberals who live in uh, liberal bastions like Berkeley, but not in flyover country. Not in flyover country, not in, uh, you know, small and medium towns, not in Des Moines, not in Dubuque, not in uh, Sioux Falls. By the way, uh, did you see that uh, South Dakota is named the happiest place to live in America? Did you know that? And I, I, I went to uh, South Dakota uh, a few months ago, went to the Black Hills for the first time. Absolutely gorgeous. And, and no income tax. And Christy Nome's the governor, and uh, I'll bet she's going to be, she's on the short list for VP, I'll just tell you that. But, uh, but South Dakota is great, but the, the winners, I just can't do the winners. But, um, you know, whenever Joe Biden calls me something, calls you and me MAGA fascist enemies of democracy, uh, you know, racist, white supremacist, white supremacy, saying white supremacy is a big deal, all this stuff. Every time he says it, uh, it, it just falls further on deaf ears. Everybody, everybody understands it. Everybody completely understands it. And then there's just the, uh, you know, the fact that this man can't even speak. I found this little montage online uh, yesterday. Uh, it's uh, Joe Biden. Uh, yesterday, we reached $34 trillion in our debt. And the Biden administration is still saying, no, they actually cut the debt. And it's stupid at this point. Literally, you a deficit almost $2 trillion a year now. And it's just being added to the debt. And here is Joe Biden, a little montage of Joe Biden saying that he, uh, he lowered the debt by, are you ready? Just listen to it. Because he, he can't even get the number right. I cut the national debt by $1,700,000,000. We literally cut the federal debt in half by $1.4 trillion. Trillion. $1,700,000,000. Trillion. 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 $1,700,000,000 yeah. cut. We cut the debt by $1.7 billion in the last two years. Billion dollars. say it again. What? $1.7 trillion. You said trillion. Okay, hold on. budget by $1.7 Okay, well, hold on. Debt. We cut the federal debt in half. Fact. In the first two years of my administration, I cut the debt by $1.7 trillion. I thought you said... $1.7 okay, right, $1.7 okay. trillion. $1.7 trillion. Okay, tr- $1.7 trillion. $1.7 trillion. Oh, crap. $1.7 trillion. Okay, one. Good. Point seven billion dollars. All right, now trillion, trillion, trillion dollars, not yeah. billion, trillion dollars. One point yeah. seven trillion dollars. I mean, yeah, no that's... one's ever reduced the debt that much. Yeah, and he and he's relying. <laughs>
<laughs> his campaign to uh, whip up a fervor or furor uh, uh, against half of the country who support a president who did a much better job than Joe Biden did. It is, uh, it is pretty remarkable. But uh, I definitely will be watching that speech tomorrow in Valley Forge. <clears throat> it's kind of funny because he's mentioning names like George Washington and all this. And he's talking to his audience which wanted uh, George Washington erased from the history books and all the statues taken down with Thomas Jefferson and whatnot. It is remarkable. They're not in a good place. Democrats are not in a good place. Uh, we've got much more on this and the southern border crisis. Republicans finally went there yesterday. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. Somebody call a plumber. It's time to drain the swamp. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, and uh, I want to mention something, and it's a big deal because we have a new affiliate in uh, in Houston. Uh, in Houston, ladies and gentlemen, we are on uh, Patriot Talk 920 AM KYST, and we are proud to be there. Houston, we got a proud home. Little Luke Combs for you. Joe Biden's got a problem. You should have seen 19th Street. No, no, no. You should have seen a midnight rodeo. Houston doesn't have a problem. They've got a new affiliate of this here radio show and a lot of other great uh, great shows as well. So if you're looking for uh, a patriotic way to look at the country, a, uh, a positive view of the future of the country, then uh, you'll want to definitely hang with us. Uh, Patriot Talk, 920 AM, KYSD, Texas City in Houston. And it means a big deal to me to be in, uh, in Houston and on in Texas in general uh, because uh, I'd like to live there. <laughs> and maybe someday I will. But uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, of the people of Texas, the state of Texas, the attitude of Texas, uh, the barbecue of Texas. And I'm just going to tell you right now are you guys in texas in houston i live in kansas city i've been preaching the gospel of kansas city barbecue for 25 years of my life i am a barbecue master okay i'm really good at it and so i'm going to tell you this right now when it comes to barbecue kansas city owns pork and burn ends texas owns brisket there you go texas owns beef ribs texas owns brisket Kansas City owns pork. There you go. 
Uh, but I'm going to tell you, great. There's great barbecue all over the country in Texas. I went down to a. Uh, it was a big thing in uh, in Dallas a couple years ago, the World Food Championships, and I and I got up on stage and I got to do some uh, demonstrations, cooking demos because I cook, and I've got a guacamole that I call Guac of Ages. Trademarked, Rob Carson. Thank you very much. Uh, and I did, uh, I did my guac of ages on stage down there, and uh, and it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So uh, God bless Texas. Uh, God bless your governor, uh, and uh, and you guys are on the front line for uh, preventing the nonsense happening at the southern border. And we are honored to be a part of the Houston community. So I promise you this: for those of you turning in for the first time this week, you're going to get a take on talk radio that is leading opinion i think we're pretty spot on a lot of the stuff and a lot of times we're we're there before anybody else is and also i bring the same humor that i brought to the rush limbaugh program i I started writing for rush right out of college uh in 1989 90 when i was uh, 22 23 years old and uh and i uh and i wrote for him for about 20 years until about 2013 when kit carson died and, uh, and, and that comedy, the spirit of that comedy exists here, except for I got a guy named Jim Gossett who is a genius. So you're going to hear great comedy. You're going to hear a, a, a leading-edge commentary. And above all, instead of just desk pounding, I'm here to maybe offer you a little bit of light because we've been through a lot of darkness, and there are, there's darkness to come. Joe Biden just made it very clear with his campaign ad. Uh, remember, he, he said it was going to be a very dark winter when he first became the president. Remember that? He was going to be a very dark, cold winter with COVID. Well, now he's saying the same thing about the country, and he's demonizing all of us who are conservative. And this includes you guys, you, uh, you uh, uh, black people in the inner city who are realizing that Democrats don't give a crap about you. All of you, uh, you, know, all of you uh, poor white people living out there in uh, places like East Palestine, you know that this president hates you. Okay, and and so they hate you, you poor white people, and they and they hate you, poor black people. But they promise you the sun, the moon, and the stars, and then then they uh, they leave some money on the dresser, and then the day after the election they leave. So uh, they're targeting all of you, all of you who have recognized the malfeasance of the Democrat Party, and they're going to try and do that. And I'm going to tell you, the cork is not going back in this genie bottle. The American people get it. And we are ready to fight for the country as founded. 74% of us believe the country is going in the wrong direction. That means 74% of us can come together to save her. And the other 26% can either get the hell out of the way or be a speed bump. How does that sound? Yeah, I think it sounds great. Glad to be on in Houston. Let's go to Beverly in Baltimore. Hello, Beverly in Baltimore. What's on your mind today? Hey, Rob. How are you? Happy New Year, my dear. And you too. What's shout up? Shout out to Jeff and uh, Pasadena and Barbara. Oh, Rob Barbara. Carson, like I said, we love you. And let me <laughs> tell you something about that Joe Biden. We should have all looked at how he ran his house. He had a dark house, uh, uh, um, uh, ruining his daughter and his son, taking a shower with your 12-year-old daughter. She came on. And talked about that. She's an alcoholic, and the son is a drug addict. He can't even manage his own house. 
Well, Beverly, let me Beverly, let me ask you this, Beverly. What kind of a father takes advantage of a son who is drug addicted and makes him to a bag man in a uh, in a criminal uh, family business? Who who does that to a son who is suffering through the throes of addiction and hey, takes him on the road to hustle to hustle for money, pay for play around the world? What kind of a dad does that? That's what I'm talking about. He, he pimps his own son out. He doesn't give a damn about his own family, Rob. His mother is an alcoholic. She talks about her father um, molesting her in the shower. Yeah. And, Rob, I, uh, let you, yeah, let me yes. tell you this, though, Rob, too. I would love to see you in uh, a Trump cabinet. You would be excellent <laughs> as vice president. Look, Rob, wait a minute. You should be the vice president or speaker of the house. <laughs> well, uh, boy, I tell you what. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Beverly, is is uh, is pot legal where you are? And have you been hitting it this morning? <laughs> oh, no. I don't need pot, honey. All I need is Jesus. You know what? I, you know what? Here's the deal. Uh, I when I was at Mar-a-Lago, I suggested to Donald Trump that I be his pre- press secretary, and I said we could have a we could have a lot of fun. And he looked at me and he was like, D-, and, "And there's no way I could ever be a cabinet member or a politician. A, I don't have the attention span for it. I really don't. I do not have the administrative skills or the attention span for anything administrative. But." Uh, what you got is real good, then, Rob, on the radio. We just love you so much, Rob, and thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do, okay? Well, Be- Beverly, we're coming together. We are all coming together as people, as Donald proud Trump. Americans. Trump, Donald Trump. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Beverly. Yeah, I just got a note from my producer, Brian. He's like, I think she meant a kitchen cabinet in the White House. No, okay, Brian. Okay, Brian. Whatever. Smart Alec. Whatever. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Yeah, you know what I think we should do? I think we should talk about the, uh, about the southern border because everybody knows that it's a joke. And uh, Alejandro Mayorkas is not going to be in the cabinet much longer. South of the border. Watch those Mexicans flee. Why don't you uh, campaign on that? Flee to the USA, they're here to stay illegally. Thanks to Joe Biden, 10,000 a day. Oh, it's more than that. Crossing the border from Mexico way. From Turkey and China. Borders are Kamala's done zero. Venezuela. And Mallorca should face impeachment. Middle East. Illegals call Biden their hero because he lets all of them in. South of the border. It gets worse every day. And it is. Come take our jobs, our schools. Come break all the rules. Joe has paved the way. New Democrat voters, that is their play for wide open borders. Goodbye, USA. You know, I gotta tell you, uh, you know, inflation has been bad. Uh, admittedly, inflation has been bad, and Joe Biden really can't uh, campaign on inflation. Because the price of gas is still 50% higher than it was when Donald Trump was president. Groceries, they say grocery prices are up 17%. Yeah, now you don't shop where I shop. I shop at Walmart. And uh, chicken breasts minimum are 50% more than they were. And that's on sale. Because I remember they were $1.87. They were $1.87 at Walmart forever for chicken breasts. You get them now two eighty nine on sale. That is 
a 50% increase. So there you go. So, uh, But the one positive, I'm going to tell you, he did bring down the price on one thing pretty dramatically and made it very plentiful. Fentanyl. He has done a great job. Maybe they should campaign on Joe Biden bringing down the price of fentanyl for drug uh, addicts everywhere. Yeah, maybe that's what you need to do. So the the House Committee on Homeland Security Chairman Mark E. Green of Maryland, uh, no, no, uh, uh, from from Tennessee's Republican, issued this statement after the committee released new excerpts from transcribed interviews conducted with Border Patrol Chief Patrol agents responsible for the, uh, the sectors along the southwest border. And he says, are you ready? DHS does not possess operational control of the southwest border. No kidding. In accordance with the definition laid out in the bipartisan Secure Fence Act of 2006, a bill supported by then-Senator Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Joe Biden. We have proof that Secretary Mayorkas lacks operational control of the southwest border. Uh, Duh! It's time for Congress to hold him responsible via the impeachment process. I'd like to have him come into Congress again, and as he's talking, have, like Senator Kennedy say, uh, Sergeant-at-Arms, uh, please come uh, and escort Mr. Mayorkas to, uh, to custody. That's what I'd like to see, because he needs to go to jail for what he's done and the death that it has caused and the destruction that it has caused and the child sex trafficking that it has caused. Mayorkas testified repeatedly to the House Judiciary Committee that DHS possessed operational control of the southwest border, including in accordance with the statutory definition. Mayorkas backtracked, altering the definition of operation control, saying that obviously a layer of reasonableness must be applied. Yeah. Then on March of this year, last year, uh, May, uh, uh, then Border Patrol Chief Ortiz testified before the House Committee on uh, Homeland Security that the DHS did not have operational control of the border. What does that mean? He's breaching our Constitution. We are guaranteed sovereignty. That's what our border is there for. That very important Part of what the federal government exists for has been abdicated by the federal government. And we don't have to take this crap anymore. I I hate sitting here and watching our country be destroyed in slow motion and know that, oh, we got to go through this impeachment process and this impeachment process and this impeachment process. It's ridiculous how difficult they've made it to just defend us. We see it. Millions of people coming across the border. Now we're seeing them from military-age men. No no families, no wives, no kids coming across the border. Military-age men from countries around the world, 23,000 from China. Are you out of your mind? We get it, and we're done with it. We're sick of it. Here is, uh, here is a Corinne Jean-Pierre. Yesterday, she said, of course, that she has a faith in Alejandro Mayorkas. Um, the House Committee is moving ahead with impeachment proceedings against Secretary Mayorkas. There's a hearing scheduled for next week. So I'd just like to get the White House response. And also, just to clarify, does, this, does the president still have confidence in the secretary? Absolutely. The president has confidence in the secretary, I think. And, and I, Keep it up, because nobody else does. I've, I've said this moments ago. I said it at the top as well. We believe, Sec- what, what Confidence in what? believe that um, what they're doing, the House Republicans are doing, is it racist? Uh, with this imp- impeachment inquiry, is yeah. baseless. Uh, we believe that... There's no evidence. Only... About 15 million pieces of evidence. Uh, it's a political stunt, and, and we believe there's not there's no time for that right now. There are things. What, that, what is there time for? You ain't doing anything else. The American people want us to get done, and that's what they should focus on. Unbelievable.
Unbelievable. And here is, uh, I just call him a, he's a he's an evil little gargoyle. He's like if uh, a gargoyle from the Cathedral of Notre Dame uh, had a love child with uh, Gollum. You know, uh, you mentioned um, earlier in our conversation uh, that I uh, joined oh. the bipartisan group of senators to work on a legislative solution to a broken immigration system. I was uh, on um, you broke it on the Hill yesterday to provide technical advice in those ongoing oh, we want your advice going negotiations. Before I headed to the Hill, I was in the office working on solutions. After my visit to the Hill, I was back in my office working on solutions. That's what we do in the Department of Homeland Security. That's what this administration is focused on. Solutions to problems. Well, why in the hell haven't you come up with a solution to any of the problems you've created then? See, here's what the left does. They have a lot of meetings, and they sit around, and they mentally masturbate about a bunch of nonsense, and then they offer no solutions. They offer another meeting. They're not offering solutions. They've created problems, and they're not offering solutions. You know why? Because they don't want to solve the problems they created. I'm going to get into a little uh, great audio from Jim Jordan. Uh, let's see, Mike Johnson at the border, the new uh, House Speaker and all that. That's coming up. Here's a number if you want to chime in, guys. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. I kind of find it funny that Joe Biden and uh, the Democrats are trying to make January the 6th and the new uh, 9-11, uh, the new Pearl Harbor. And that's why Joe Biden is going to go to Valley Forge and uh, and deliver a fiery speech where he calls uh, uh, all of us Nazis. And he thinks that's going to work for him. You know, it's funny because the, uh, the president also created a holiday last year. Do you remember that? The Transgender Day of Remembrance. Do you remember that? Uh, real quick, what day was that? Go ahead. Transgender Day, it was a big deal. It was a really big deal, the Transgender Day of Remembrance. What day was that? Do you remember? Is it October the 7th? No, that's, that's, that was in Israel. Is it, is it uh, October 31st? No, it's Halloween. Uh, no. It was November 20th. It was on a Monday. That was uh, Transgender Day of Remembrance. <laughs> it is funny. Here is a Corinne Jean-Pierre talking about the, uh, the anniversary. And they got a bunch of intellectuals, I guess, of the White House to discuss their strategy on uh, this year's anniversary of January the 6th. Is there a list of the scholars and historians that the press office said he had lunch with today so, in the lead-up to the January I, I don't have a list to share at this time for, yeah. for folks who are not tracking this afternoon the president met uh, or had lunch with a group of scholars, scholars. and to discuss ongoing threats uh, to our democracy whether here or, or and also what the hell are you talking about broad uh, this is something that he tends to uh, to do uh, especially as we uh, when he's awake and not dribbling down his chin with slobber head in, uh, head towards a you know uh, an important day like january 6th it's not, no no it's not so it's something that he, it is commonly done he's done it he's met with a diverse group of historians before. Oh, I don't have a list to provide to you uh, at this time. You know, last year, September 11th, this came out. And January 6th, 2021. Listen to this. Newsflash, nobody gives a f about it. We all admit that 
It was pretty dumb, but that's about it. When we saw the news, we were shocked and we were kind of tense. Like, damn. Then we forgot about it by the 10th. Yeah, uh-huh. Nobody's walking around stressing over Jan 6. It nope. happened and that was it. We haven't gave a damn since. It's all good when riots are kept in the hood, but now you're freaking out because this was in the neck of your woods. Now it's a big deal. Now it gets real. Now it's important to us. Not back then in 2020 when stores were boarded up. Not back then when goods were looted and folks were brutalized. Uh-huh. Not then, but right now because it happened to the suit and ties. <laughs> that shit's way above my head. We were all year with demonstrations that left dozens That's dead. Right. Well, people like Nancy didn't flinch. In fact, they loved it then. People will do what they do. Think that what you said? Yep. There's literally compilation videos of you and all your colleagues inciting this kind of crap. So it's very fascinating to watch you swallow your words. You put your own foot in your mouth and now you're forced to dial it back. That's it's right. fine when you encourage it in my town, in his town, in her town, when the whole city's being burnt down. You smile as you get the green light for mobs to rob. But as soon as it comes close to you, then it's a problem. Got it. Yeah, there you go. See, that was last year people got it. And they're still trying to beat this dead horse and make it seem like the, the world thinks that the world ended on January the 6th. And I, and I said when they say 9-11, it was worse than 9-11, I say, I didn't see 350 people jump to their deaths from the fiery capital. And so, uh, and so not, and now we got the video coming out that shows that there were FBI agents in the crowd and we got people in jail who shouldn't be in jail. And they're going to go with it. They're going to go with the anniversary. This is great. So I, I maybe even they're talking with Target to do a line of cards. My, uh, my boss uh, said that he forgot to send me my January the 6th card. <laughs> maybe we should do it. Maybe we should have January. I'm going to get you more on the border with, uh, with Mike Johnson and Ron Johnson. There's a whole lots of Johnsons. Then we'll talk about the Johnsons that were involved with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, among other things. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Christmas just passed, but I have a really great gift idea. You can still give yourself. Why don't you give yourself the new streaming service, Newsmax Plus? Move over Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. I subscribed. I love it. Get Newsmax Best Shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bolding, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. You also get lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. Newsmax Plus just signed up more than 180,000 people. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all the Donald Trump rallies. Fox News censors most of them. So get Newsmax Plus today. It's free to start. Just go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's Newsmax, spell the plus, dot com. Start your free subscription again. NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax, so try it free today. All right, so coming next hour, uh, the GLP whipped out its Johnson at uh, the border. I mean, Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson was down there. Also, Ron Johnson talks about how the radical left has infiltrated everything. Then we'll get into the uh, Epstein uh, uh, exposure. All right, and all the people on the list. That's coming up next hour. This is the Rob Carson Show.